0: So I would like plug my ear and, and, and hold my, uh, my plug my nose and hold it wide up my ear and listen to it and look back at the waitress and be like, this is perfect, thank you. And she'd be <laughs> looking at me like.
1: The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Michters, and by Heaven Hill Brands. Hey,
2: everybody. Welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. Fred here. And do we have a great guest for you country music sensation Dirks Bentley joins me at his very own downtown Nashville Dirks Bentley whiskey Row now he's got a chain of these well I, I don't know if it's a chain or if it's so much as having uh, whiskey Dirks Bentley whiskey rows in other parts of the country now Dirks has been nominated for 14 Grammys. He's coming up on his 10th album, which will be released uh, next year. We're actually going to have him back on the show to talk about that later on. But I wanted to get this episode out uh, before the end of the year because Dirks is a big, big bourbon fan and I needed some help tasting some bourbon. Now, as you know, I have my top 100 list coming out here very soon and I needed an excuse to crack open uh the latest from Parkers the Parker's Heritage which is a double barrel uh Michter's 20 uh, a Penelope 4 grain cash strength um let's see what else did I, what else did we taste we tasted uh, a uh, out of uh the sweet mash product hard truth sweet mash product And you would think I would have all these bottles in front of me, but they're not. They're at my house where uh, my wife has cracked into them. And, you know, we've been sipping on them uh, just a little bit. Um, uh, Yeah. And there's, there's another one in there. I'm just not. Oh, Liberty Pole. No, not Liberty Pole. Not Liberty Pole. Leopold Brothers. There was an L and a P. And I had to go off my memory. But it was Leopold Brothers three-chambered rye uh, this year. So a pretty, pretty exciting uh, crop of uh, whiskey that we were tasting. We also munched on some sliders there at Dirk's Bentley's uh, Whiskey Row. But I want to to get to this interview quickly because it is a long one. It's a very long interview. So this is, uh, I think, an hour and a half in terms of how long we are talking. So enjoy this week's episode with the great Dirk Bentley,
1: Heaven Hill Distillery is sharing ideas on how to pair their African whiskeys with popular West African flavors for a full cross-cultural experience. Learn more about this series of Afro fusion dinners and why Jack Begadoo, the Hood Sommelier, says nothing quite opens the mind to a new experience like a good glass of bourbon. You can find this at their blog at heavenhildistillery.com slash afrofusion. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Cheers. People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado Whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other. Passion permeates every sip. Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single barrel and small batch whiskey
3: For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to mictors.com or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery, it's all about the whiskey.
2: Hey everybody, Ryan Leaf here. Uh, we are about to drop Three bonus episodes for my podcast, Bust, the Ryan Leaf Story, the most honest, transparent, and vulnerable podcast you will hear. Me in front of a microphone taking you through the start to the finish right here on podcast one. Joining the Fred Minnick Show, uh a mutual middle name, first name yes, club. I was so,
0: gonna say we're in the, the Fred Club. Yeah, we're both. Yeah. So
2: your my middle name is Frederick. Yes.
0: Your middle name is Dirks. Yes.
2: Your first name is Frederick. So
0: together we're Fred Fred Frederick. This is like Fred Frederick Frederick, 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 Fred. Frederick <laughs> Squared. Fred Squared. I was gonna have a toast to, to the Freds, but yeah. <laughs> I got a, that was my you know, my mom and my whole family, everyone got their use their middle name as their first name. So I've had people throughout my career ask me, is, is Dirks a stage name? Yeah, like, dude. If I was gonna pick a stage name, it wouldn't be Dirks. It'd be like <laughs> Buck. Buck Bentley. <laughs> yeah. Sounds I, tough.
2: I don't know. Dirks is a cool name, but I know you've talked about how people still misspell your name. That, does that still
0: happen? All the time. I mean, forget the S. Show up. I mean, back then you show up at a venue on the marquee sign, it's missing an E or you know, spelled wrong and always got a kick out of it. Um but I mean it's kind of a weird name, so I don't I don't I'm not offended by it. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of country singers out there and as long as you're uh saying it in some form or fashion that's getting the spread the spread the word about the music i'm I'm good
2: well we got your song playing right now i know <laughs> in your joint
0: we're we're at whiskey row we are
2: in downtown Nashville. not the real whiskey row oh dirk's bitley's that's whiskey right row.
0: not louisville Whis- whiskey row but this is our whiskey row which is a bar i started back in uh, in arizona my hometown in 2015 mm-hmm. based off prescott whiskey row back in arizona but um we are. We're here. And uh I gotta tell you, I'm so I'm super stoked to be here. I don't do a lot of podcasts. I don't really enjoy talking about myself. I don't find myself that interesting. Oh, no, no. Uh, and I've done a I've done one or two and I you know I, I do them here and there. I actually love listening to podcasts. I'm kind of guilty of taking more than I give, I guess. But uh I am super excited to be here. With you. I really am. I've been counting all day. I've been all, I'm like, in three hours, we'll <laughs> be hanging out with Fred drinking really good bourbon in two hours. I'll be and it's you know, it's noon on a Thursday. How often do you get a chance to <laughs> do this? So, well, yeah, I've cool. been I've been looking forward to it
2: as well. We originally scheduled uh, for the CMAs, and I saw your schedule, and my schedule yeah. changed, and I've it felt it felt like a disingenuous time, to like it would yeah. have been rushed, and I didn't want to rush this. And I had a
0: show after that too, yeah, a private show. So that would have been I'm not sure what they would have gotten that night.
2: I get I tend to get in trouble. When a musician has a a, a show right after me, <laughs> and their their managers will come to me
0: like, "What did you do to him?" Yeah, <laughs> nothing. It's like, it's he not... was he was pouring his own drinks. He knows what he's doing. Ah, oh. yeah. This is really fun, man. This is like a I'm, I can't tell you how excited I am about this. So, well, thank you.
2: We brought you uh, some some great whiskey here, but Derek's. I'm telling you, I I have yet to compile my top 100 yeah. list, and these are all
0: whiskeys I have yet to taste. Well, so I'm putting you to work here. I'm, I gotta, I've, 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 I have such respect for your palate. I've watched the way you work. I and mean, when, you, when you're doing a tasting, it's almost like, um, it's like a psychic, like bringing in, like trying to channel, you know, whatever <laughs> is out there. I, I watch you like you're moving your whole body, you're trying to figure it out. And you're like, it's, it's coming in from here. And it's, it's like, I've, I've been a psychic before. I'm like, it's, it's a lot like that, like trying to, you know, translate something that's untranslatable into, uh, A popper's ears. I my taste buds go between, uh you know, good and it's it's all good to me. I think. Yeah. uh, Actually, I was listening to a guy that who owns the uh the bourbon bistro, Jason. Oh, Jason uh, Bronner. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to a thing he was talking about. He said to him, "Bourbon is it's all good. There's just better bourbon." So that's the way I look at my taste buds are not. I don't have the palate, but. Well, so Jason, Jason's trying to
2: sell bourbon. Yeah. So he's still got to be friendly, you know.
0: (laughs) But don't you have a lot of friends? Like you got to critique something. They're gonna be like, "Hey, Fred, uh, thanks a lot for saying the nose smells like plastic." You know, like you just cost us just happened.
2: It just happened. Yeah. And it's awkward, and sometimes you know you lose friends over it. But uh, at the same time, like they
0: gotta do your job. I I, I gotta do. It's like a a music critic. You gotta. You
2: gotta like. I got to be accurate, yeah. Uh, but I also, I mean, it's like once, once a year, I give like a really bad, like you do. R- rip, rip review, like really bad one. Yeah. But most of the time, they're pretty. It's kind of like I, I, I can it to, um, you know, school. Like, mo- you, you know, a teacher has a class. Yeah. You know, most of them are C and above. Right. And she or he may have one or two people flunked. Yeah. You know, it's really the same.
0: I I would think it's like the music industry where anybody that has a record deal has to have a baseline, has, yeah. has had to pass enough tests and people and, and criteria to get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a matter of like, you know, good to great out there on the on the radio and on the road. But
2: see, I see that's that's your world, but I don't I've I've listened to some brilliant musicians who got record deals and just never went anywhere. Right. And it's like I have no idea how
0: well not commercial success, okay. but as far as like to your ears it good music or right, bad music it's right. like to get to that certain level it's gotta be it's gotta be basically pretty good
2: hey we you know i've heard a lot of your interviews and you know we were talking earlier about how george jones was an influence mm. for you and you like you love 90s country music who are yeah, some do. of who are some of the people you like to uh compare yourself well to i mean not,
0: while we're talking about bourbon and might as well talk about kentucky because all the great guys i love all come from kentucky a lot of them come from eastern kentucky like ricky skaggs and yeah. keith whitley of course, Chris Stapleton, more modern times. Uh, I just, I love bluegrass music. Actually, I just played it. I'm playing a gig now just up the street every Tuesday night, every the first Tuesday of the month at the station inn, which is kind of the home of bluegrass music here. But uh, yeah, Keith Willie is right there at the top for sure. Um, 90s country, I mean, I love it all. 90s yeah. was such a fun time in, in music. Uh, the The hair, the clothing, the songs, you know, the songs are so, nowadays the songs are a little more, focused i guess you'd say yeah back then you had such you know watermelon crawl you know songs were just, <laughs> were just fun and uh so I, I love everything about the 90s but when i think of like r- great artists that really influenced me it's a lot of the guys that came from a bluegrass background that had com- uh, commercial country music success like skaggs or, and keith Woodley.
2: you just had a you just did a a feature with uh billy strings yeah
0: so yeah some nice picking in that yeah billy's awesome he's a bluegrasser from. Uh, Michigan, a lot of great bluegrass up in that area, and uh, yeah, he's actually playing. We were just talking about Jelly Roll playing the, the Bridgestone. Billy Strings is doing two nights there, sold oh, out. Wow, that's a big deal for a guy from that. Uh, that's, that's that awesome. genre of music. So let's. My like, mouth is watering. I it's know. Hard to Talk when you're looking at I this know. selection. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> I mean, especially this guy right here. But uh, I'll, I'll warm you up oh, with my, with the barrel yes. pick. My. He's like fine, great. Yeah, well, I'm excited
2: about that one. You uh, know. So this is a barrel pick I did with um, uh, Elijah Craig. For my for my whiskey club and um, I got I got a couple cases of these and I started noticing the the bottles were disappearing yeah and come to find out my wife had been tearing these things up yeah here give me a glass here yeah so one thing that you have done successfully that I don't think country music does well enough Dirks is you have done a good job including bourbon in your lyrics you got a song called bourbon in kentucky yeah, i do yeah and most people are t- singing about whiskey. whiskey
0: they're not doing the bourbon yeah. yeah so
2: i you know my first like here's the bottle there if you want to wow look at it I do. but so my first toast is is to that song uh bourbon in kentucky bourbon in kentucky because it's a great song mm. about getting over somebody it sure is and uh you know Phonetically, people just don't use the word bourbon in songs.
0: Well, I like that uh you know that song. It's uh God. All right, so yeah, I want to hear you talk about it. That's let's, the best let's, part. Let's break this one down. Let's break it down. Now,
2: this is this is my barrel pig. God, so this is so
0: good. My mouth's literally <laughs> I'm swallowing down saliva. It's like, <laughs> like it's coming out of my mouth. Ugh. So we are Ugh, we're, we're jumping God. into a um, we'll Elijah morning, Craig barrel
2: morning. pig. Every morning, just What's Smell the that. proof on that? I can't remember. I think it's 118,
0: 20? one hundred and twenty-six, one hundred twenty-six, one hundred twenty-eight. Oh, God. okay. So I was, it was one twenty-eight.
2: So it smells. When that thing happened
0: where my you know, mid, mid to late forties, my eyesight's suddenly like failing me. It's like kind yeah. of a, a sad deal. Are you going
2: to be able to handle the
0: glasses? A lot have, of people, oh, yeah. People yeah. can't jump I'm to that. I'm going to haul the glasses. My wife wears a pair. I think they look pretty sexy. <laughs> I've
2: been wearing them a God, while. Damn, so that's good. caramel <laughs> bomb. Okay. Yeah. So this is a big caramel bomb, uh, <laughs> but there's like some nutmeg in here too. Yeah, and what? And, what and he the, said? I don't smell the nutmeg unless I isolate my nostrils. Like
0: I smell it on my Except right like, nostril. Really?
2: Yeah, which is weird, because I tend to like smell. Did so you, cra- you come up with some crazy? You
0: come up some crazy. You, I heard you one time talking about something that had toasted uh, Kellogg Frosted flake smell. I mean, how do you come up with a? He said it smelled like toasted frosted flakes. Well, you know, (laughs) I love that. Throw throw them (laughs) in the oven. It smells good, and you're like,
2: there's some there's some desserts that are like that's amazing. Frosted flakes,
0: crazy. You're gonna, yeah. I think it's
2: also being able to describe things. You know, I'm a writer. Yeah, And You got paint, and so I can. I'm always thinking of descriptions.
0: Exactly, and that's what it is, and it's true. I mean, it's, it's true. Once you hear that description, then you go back and smell. You're like, I do, I do smell that. You
2: know, what do
0: you smell? Smell just glorious victory. <laughs> all right, here we go. God.
2: Mm. I can feel it right coming on all over my palate, <laughs> curling up underneath, buttery.
0: Mm. Mm. It's so hot, man. I'm literally, my mouth exploded. My whole tongue feels like it's been flat, like flat, scorched.
2: Yeah, 128 proof might Mm. do that to you if you're not ready.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable how uh, overpowering, you know. Do you feel, is there a flavor there coming to you? I think the second sip might be the one where I get the flavor, because that first one just kind of like...
2: You're getting acclimated.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're getting acclimated to it. That first one just kind of scorched earth policy on that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... Whatever you've had in the last three days, well, you will not remember after I have you know, that first sip. So I'm going to go in there and just empty out your. Mm. See, I wish I could describe that t- that what I just tasted. Cause it's so.
2: Let's do this. Obvious,
0: but what part of the tongue are you feeling it? Really, in the back. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, that tends to be where a lot of people get spice, yeah, spice notes. Now it's different for everybody, but think about what's the what's the ma-
0: mash bill? How much rye is in this?
2: Uh, this would be like uh, in equal parts, close yeah. to equal parts rye and barley. It won't be; it's not a high rye. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a traditional mash yeah. bill,
0: fifteen percent or something.
2: Yeah. Uh, the the uh, proof is definitely going to yeah. uh, give them of a hot, kind yeah. of spicy feel. Yeah. You want to add a little water to it? See if that yeah, changes it so. for you. That's the old fashioned technique of a little finger drop in there.
0: I need to get my bourbon <clears throat> color wheel, but um, taste wheel. But how do you, I mean, it just. This I'm is, like, I, I'm representative of my fans, which are mostly like me, bush light beer drinkers. That's kind of where my wheelhouse is of like <laughs> what I normally drink. So to me, it just tastes like. Like it's just most wonderful. Like it's just so there's so much going on there. It's unbelievable. It all comes from you know.
2: So the when, when we're when we're tasting, and this is the technique that I learned. Um, you know, I come home from my Iraq. I'm in therapy. Yeah, I know uh, I, all that. The, it,
0: the, the quarter and the potato chips. Yeah, yeah. And I was unbelievable.
2: Uh, um, and the the taste mindfulness technique. It just connecting yeah. your palate to your brain. Yeah, that is. That was the moment for me when I started really understanding what I was tasting,
0: and not to interrupt that story, but yeah, you start with a quarter right, just feeling the edges of it and feeling the grooves and yep. and focusing on that, and then you move to potato chips and really close your eyes and focus on exactly yep. what you're tasting exactly I mean it's fascinating, and i it's you know it's like when i when I produce when I make records, you know we were talking about Jesse Alexander earlier, great artist, great songwriter, her husband John Randall's a good buddy of mine, he'd be so jealous right now, um you know he I have to bring him into the studio because he has a way of hearing stuff that's beyond my pay grade and he can talk to the musicians and be like hey this is what we need to do here right yeah remember that that record that Sam Bush played on in 1975 with Amy Lou Harris and he did that cool thing on the on the slide mandolin that made that weird overtone yeah like you know he just has a way of like circling it around where I'm like uh play you know <laughs> I can't speak that <laughs> language and it's the same here I'm a student of it. I'm, I'm, you know, just like I'm a student of country music. I'm always trying to learn more. You never stop being a student. I'm here to, you know, I'm, I'm learning about uh, developing those those tastes, but they're not there yet. So what well, the
2: the the whisperer? I can tell you, how I feel really well, warm and that's, fuzzy. That's good. <laughs> the 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 whisperer to your palate is you. Yeah. In, in your memories, right? Yeah. And so when you taste. It think about when you taste anything. Think about how your tongue feels when you're tasting that. Yeah. And then apply that when you are tasting anything. Spirits, like just think yeah. about why you're tasting. Whether it's like you know, uh, you know something here. Like you know, we have um, we have awesome sliders here set up by your kitchen. Yes. Um. You know, you got spicy. You got savory. You've got. Uh, you probably got a little sweetness in there with a, I think there's a, like a, a caramelized onion in there. Yeah. That can be sweet. You know, think about where that like feels on the tongue, and then you can apply that to what you when you're tasting alcohol, yeah, and that will trigger
4: yeah. a memory right. of it.
2: And often it'll be connected to your to your childhood. It'll be connected wow. to like when you're growing up. Yeah. Because that's when we we really absorb our yeah. taste memories. Yeah. It's from that time frame. Yeah. And also if if you think about it, people won't drink tequila because they had a bad night with tequila. That's, that's, it's, that's it's, why it's,
0: I stopped drinking scotch. I had a bad night in eighth grade, and I never drank scotch ever again. Connected. <laughs> it's absolutely connected. It, it's a memory. Scotch reminds me of being hungover, throwing up my dad, making me mow the yard, and throwing up even more. <laughs> and I was like, scotch is out. I honestly have not drank it since eighth grade. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, so, uh, that's tough right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's some
2: tough luck. I'm glad I didn't bring any of my like, 25-year-old. No, no. Uh, too fancy Lefroy. for me. My, no, no. Too, <laughs> that's,
0: too, that's too fancy for me. So
2: uh, so next time you're tasting, be thinking about what you've had in your past, what it can possibly remind you of, Yeah, and cool. apply that. And so in the right. back of the palate is where we get... So the tip of the palate, this is different for everybody, but for me, I've been able to kind of like, you know, say that this is where I feel these particular yeah. types of flavors. <clears throat> Sweet notes on the tip, savory on the middle, bitterness in the middle toward the back, there's a little line there, and then
0: also on the sides. So when near- you're... Yeah, Fred Noah talks about the Kentucky chew. Do you do right. the whole, like, do you, do you bring it in a certain way? Yeah, so or you... the
2: Kentucky chew is like when you put it on your lips and you go, yeah, I always, when I do that in public, I feel ridiculous. <laughs> so, so I don't do it, but the method is the, is, is accurate. And like, you want to get it all over your tongue. Yeah and there's a lot of ways to do that you can like smack your lips around you can push it around the roof of your palate yeah or you can just like the whiskey which is what i do kind of like naturally go back. go back yeah that's kind of what so i do drink,
0: put it in here first and let it fall yeah back.
2: yeah like that's in front and, of your mouth uh, first um uh but that's that's what i prefer to do because yeah. i just feel ridiculous doing the yeah, kentucky yeah. chew all right
0: well i so uh, you're giving me this bottle that's yours which is unbelievable Which though yeah. i need to get a, an autograph on that before we leave oh but, absolutely uh, um I'll just leave this. And I here.
2: usually bring books and all that, that, but that's for the next time, you know, we're going to be meeting up again here. So well, you got to I mean, wait. You, wait, you... <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You should read this
0: book. It's really helpful. People learn more about bourbon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that thing is, bourbon, beat up. the rise, fall and rebirth of American whiskey. And, uh, did you throw that in the it tractor? It really help you a lot. If you want to check that one out. No <laughs> I'm kidding. That's Fred's book, y'all. Wow. And, uh, I love it. That's yeah. Awesome, it's been man. a great, it's been a great book. It's um. It's I love that. Yeah, you know, I feel like I've been a I'm not really a baseball guy, but I I've been a player my whole life, you know, I've been on the field, I've been drinking I've been I started drinking too soon in high school and uh yeah. and I drank Jim Beam because of Hank Jr. Hank Jr loved Jim Beam, so I love Jim Beam. I used yeah. to save the bottles and put them on the wall. And I've drank so much bourbon over the course of my life, but now in this area of my life kind of coming mature and coming back into it, I'm just more interested in like the history of it. It's fun. This was not fun when I was 18. Right eighteen right. I was like, put in a in with a Coke and let's get it in the liver as quickly as possible. And now I'm like, I find this stuff fascinating. So your book and, and connecting it all back to the history of our country and wow. I mean, you could do a whole you can it, it really ties into the the history of our, our country. It's all yeah it, it follows Bourbon the story of Bourbon kind of falls along the taxation, the wars, prohibition yeah you know consumerism it's all kind of tied together it's so all right there I need you to sign that before we leave along this sweet new bottle of a absolutely who is the uh the, the father of bourbon well i'm <laughs> just kidding yeah that that shows you actually read my book i'm just kidding uh no yeah don't don't talk about that or vodka around fred folks you're gonna get a <laughs> hand slapped <So. laughs>
2: all right shall we go to the next yeah. taste here let's do it um so i'm gonna do this based Pick the next one based
0: on yeah, proof. I'm excited about this. I will always admit my ignorance. I've I've never heard of uh, Penelope. So
2: yeah, Penelope is a Penelope. is a new brand. Okay. Um, these guys, uh, they're from New Jersey. Okay. And, cool. Uh, but they're big. Uh, they're chefs and big bourbon fans. And so they started this brand, named it after uh, the dude's daughter. daughter. Yeah, I looked and, that up. Uh, so. This is their one of their new releases. It's a four grain barrel strength batch.
0: What's your opinion 18. on four grain in general?
2: Uh I love four grain uh when it hits.
0: Like they don't always hit. Right. Seems lighter. Visual like just
2: Yeah, so this is gonna be four or five years old.
0: Yeah. Definitely grainy. Wow. Yeah. So on the nose, again, I'm not using the correct, my, I have a limited, you know, vocabulary for my pal, but definitely not as like, it's not as exploding my nostrils like yeah. the Elijah Craig did. Much subtler. All
2: right. So you ever tried this technique? You you can hear it actually. I can hear it. It's I, like I mean, a seashell.
0: <laughs> I used to do that with my wife. We'd go to <laughs> dinner and the, 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 someone would bring over the wine. I didn't really care about I'm not going to do the whole, I'm not big on doing the whole. smelling it and so i would like plug my ear and 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 hold up my uh, my plug my nose and hold the water up to my ear and listen to it and look back at the waitress and be like this is perfect thank you and she'd be (laughs) looking at me like he's testing it through listening to it (laughs) oh yeah this is great it does sound it it sounds it sounds
2: like it was made on a cold (laughs) cold november day with a hint of uh clover in the air yeah
0: it's clover a little bit of peppermint i think yeah Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, it smells great. Ooh. little cinnamon there for me. I do smell I do taste that cinnamon. Now, much smoother. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but that's just because the, you know. It's, it's. What's it's, the, what's the proof on this?
2: 118. So it's similar. I mean, it's up there yeah. still, but just. Do you like cinnamon? What do you, what's your favorite cinnamon dish?
0: Does a cinnamon roll count? Oh
2: hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> if if I can have cinnamon live... my,
0: uh, my coffee, no, I don't. I'm a oh, black that... co- I'm a black coffee drinker. But, Same, uh, yeah, only black, nothing else.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're adding sugar and you're, that's the whole point you're, is like you're,
0: you're covering up all the all the good stuff. I actually speaking of that, my dad caught me drinking uh, Jim Beam and Coke and or Jack and Coke, whatever it was, in high school. And instead of, instead of reprimanding me, he said, "That's a starter's drink." <laughs> That's what he means. Like you don't need to be adding Coke to your whiskey. Because that's what rookies do. I'm like, wow. Thanks, Dad, for the uh, <laughs> steering me the right way there. But he's true about that. But I, now,
2: your your dad passed away two thousand twelve. Yeah, about
0: ten years ago. Yeah, and my he, dad was uh, would have been nine. Let's see, he was born in nineteen twenty three. Fought in World War Two. Yeah, I mean, just a member of that whole Greatest Generation. He had me in his fifties. My wife, my his wife and him were twenty years apart. Um, his first wife had passed away from cancer. And, uh, but yeah, and then actually, my brother's 10 years younger than me, than me. So he was 60. My mom was 40 when my brother was born. So I had an older dad, but, uh, just the greatest of all time. Such a great guy. And, and, um, he wasn't a, you know, he enjoyed drinking, but not a huge drinker, but his approach to it, which is the same approach I take with my kids is let's talk about it. You know, let's, let's not, let's, you know, let's, let's be open about it. So you, you enjoyed a bourbon with him? Oh yeah. And a lot of beers, a lot of beers. He 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 called a beer a good idea. Uh, dirks what do you say we have a good idea yeah dad let's let's have a that sounds like a good idea i like that i like <laughs> but that. not a big not a you know big big bourbon guy but he
2: was in banking right
0: he was yeah yeah in the fun years of uh the 70s and 80s when 60s and 70s really were the stock market was pretty flat well he did not make a lot of money in banking he was in the stock he's a stockbroker but back when stock brokerage was more Institutionalized banking, not the, not the Robin Hood of today, but just a great guy. We could talk about all, all day long. I'm not sure yeah. about your dad, but um, it's, my dad's still with me.
2: Uh, they had me on the opposite God, side. He was 17. Wow. Yeah, he was 17 when I was born. Um, and um, you know, he works for the FAA and they study crashes. Yeah, I love so, that. I mean, I so, don't like that. But I'm, I'm a pilot.
0: You. I'm a pilot myself. Oh, and, awesome. Yeah, yeah. What do you fly? I fly for fun. I have a caravan, uh, but I have a, a sponsorship with Cessna, and I'm typed in a, a CJ4, which is a oh wow rather large, a, a larger jet. So you got
2: a you got a side hustle.
0: Of, I do. Uh, I fly my band everywhere. I'm the only artist in this town that flies his band personally, you know, in and out of gigs. That um, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love I love aviation, and I study those crashes all the time. So,
2: yeah. So they he's in a, at the Mike Monroney Institute there okay. in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And if you go there, I'd love to set you up with a uh, tour. I'd love to. They have all of these um all these old planes and people from all over aviation from all over uh industries will come and just like
0: look at it and like the bolt was missing. Like putting and, the, they put the planes back together there. Yeah. The crash so site. Well,
2: oh they'll they'll have the actual site reconstructed. Yeah, Recon- yeah I've seen that. And, yeah. and then they will point to That's uh, what caused it. Yeah. Wow. And then dad's unit, uh, studies, the, the actual, um, seat during a crash test. So they will hire people to come in okay. and they will simulate.
0: A I've crash. got to meet your dad. This yeah. is fascinating. I'm actually, my, my drummer is flying right now because I, I paid for his private pilot's license 10 years ago and now he's getting his IFR. So this, he's the only person in town that's loving this weather. I'm like, every day I wake up, I'm like, you're the only guy excited. That's like low clouds yeah. rain <laughs> and not turbulent. And so he and I geek out about flying, but um so they they leave some of those planes there for students to study or is it always yeah. new new stuff coming well, in? Well no, they'll they'll rotate
2: stuff yeah, in wow. and it's a lot of uh a uh, lot of like crop dusters, things yeah, like yeah. that. But
0: all right, back to back to back to bourbon, y'all. I know that could Pl- be next, plane cut, crashes. next country song. Back, back to bourbon. Back to bourbon. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's write it. I am in. All right.
2: I, I would love to write right. a song with you.
0: Okay. I just have to be okay, in the room. I, just, I don't have to actually do anything. I just sniffed the microphone. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> i've done that on stage before where i have a beer in my hand and a a mic and i go to sing in the beer can and you know had a few drinks yeah but uh okay let's sniff this
2: (laughs) well my early grade on the penelope Mm. is cinnamon forward kind of cinnamon red hot almost like that tamale okay um and then after that some like hatch chili and then some red chili it was very spicy to me but it doesn't have any of the sweet characteristics i also it smells like grain but i'm not tasting any of the grains on the palate yeah so i'm i'm impressed with this that's
0: funny cuz i was going to say the exact same thing you just beat me to it but yeah i was going to say <laughs> i was going to say more of a green chili but i can, I, can, I guess i can go with the red i guess it's a little red a little dark red
2: well you're an arizona boy you all yeah i love you, spice i love hot sauce You grew up around i want to get chili. some
0: of your hot sauce cuz we I, i've been putting my kids since they're toddlers, I'd always put a little hot sauce in their whatever oh, nice. they're eating, you know, in their Gerber's just to get them kind of get them acclimated to that spice. Um, so we love hot sauce in our yeah, house. Yeah, don't do that with bourbon. No. <laughs> so we're go- now we're going to go to... Oh, this is 132
2: proof. I'm not wow. going to do that to you. We're going to jump to... Let's see what yeah. we have here. This is 115 proof. Is this the Parker? That's the Parker's? Yeah. 132, that is packing some heat. God, all right so brought, we're gonna go to
0: brought that you did bring the heat and i gotta be honest again i yeah but was that this
2: is uh this is made in
0: i brought you two colorado yeah, products yeah oh that's the leopold brothers i saw you the, the the 291 i know about them i don't know about leopold brothers leopold brothers uh yeah. they're
2: out of colorado how do you uh, they do a three chambered I mean,
0: how do you feel about that
2: i love it yeah yeah, yeah i mean
0: being good. a you know the colorado stuff versus
2: uh i well i think it's really colorado's a great state for whiskey
0: it's my favorite state in the country. I did love Colorado. Yeah, uh,
2: you got stuck there, didn't you? During the uh, I got,
0: I was yeah stuck, and never wanted to get unstuck. I love Colorado. I am headed out there in a week. Um, great friends, great people, uh, and yeah, was we went out there for, you know, for spring break, and we have fortunate enough to have a place out there in, um, in the mountains. And you've a, got a
2: you've got a joint in Denver,
0: and I got a, one of these bars in Denver. Yeah,
2: yeah. grab you, your glass there.
0: Yeah, you know, I was a little a little worried about you know Fred walking into the bar and uh, looking to see us back behind the bar. This being called Whiskey Row, but I'm going we're gonna step things up after.
2: Hey man, whatever I can do to you know, help. I'd love to
0: talk to you about getting a quality or more quality selection. We got some Basil Haydens and stuff back there, but we need to kind of you know it's it's an interesting place to be because a lot of the folks come in here are this is not a place you come to yeah sit down and, and really do tasting. Yeah. You come in here to the party.
2: Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know like
0: uh um, i'd like to create an offshoot of this yeah you know more of a tasting environment
2: so what are the what are the one of the conundrums i live in is like i will i will do something like i i have events where i have three to six hundred people up yeah that's blind bourbon i got a stage i'm i'm cool hauser is that people. your thing or is that uh a- yeah cole cole well that was different cole did a we did an event together. Oh, that's, for the,
0: that's for veterans. Yeah, yeah.
2: We did an event together last week, yeah, I and saw then he that. was on my podcast. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't
0: see the podcast, but I saw the little event you did. Yeah. Outside somewhere, and that yeah.
2: was a it was it was secret. Like they didn't tell anyone because one they didn't want paparazzi coming. Right, right, And two, Trump was doing an event there the next day.
0: And where was it? This was in Naples, it in Florida. In Florida. Florida yeah,
2: yeah. at yeah. A, a airplane hangar. Oh, cool. One that's of the, the way Trump does it. Yeah
0: uh and whoa this is totally different
2: so this is a rye whiskey okay, well, that explains but it. but it's made it's a bottled and bond so bottled okay. and bond goes back to 1897 four years
0: minimum yep same one distillery same season my god i love this this man reads his, <laughs> he reads i found a book y'all that's not a lot No, I, and I, that's a e.h taylor right he's a big part of it he was happen. a big part of that yeah yeah
2: and three chamber is a really an old-fashioned uh style Steel. of a still yeah that Leopold Brothers brought back, and they're making rye whiskey out of it. Rye, awesome. of course, is
0: a different category than bourbon. The first time I really got turned on to rye whiskey was a band um, called the Punch Brothers. They're a bluegrass oh, band, yeah. Chris Thiele, and we we're up in Brooklyn making a record in 2010, and uh, they're all about rye whiskey. Actually, they have a song called Rye Whiskey, and we went to a bar called uh, Milk and Honey up there and all the rye cocktails. One of the greatest yeah. bars in one the world. Those, it was such a fun night. Yeah. Those guys were, they were just so, so fun to such great guys such a fun time in my life but uh cool definitely uh so this ma- major is major curveball from where we just were so
2: it is but that is the uh, that is the life of reviewing whiskey yeah which you are now in that seat so this is different it's got i saw some
0: more. B- you said you get you get about a hundred thousand Bottles have been, you know, uh, present. Oh, in my career, what do you call yeah. that people have given you like little yeah, samplers. I
2: get thousands of those, thousands. Yeah. Not probably in my career, I've had a hundred thousand yeah. if you include wine, but just toss them out. You're done. Uh, sometimes um, so I give give a lot of them away. I've got the ones that have been in competition, I put them in storage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. The, the nose on this. Yeah. Is like a Christmas tree with Play-Doh.
0: Okay, I smell the, with Play-Doh? Yeah. The Play-Doh. Play-Doh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I smell that.
2: It's got like a Play-Doh nose on it.
0: Which brings back a lot of memories. My mom used to hand make Play-Doh.
2: I hope it doesn't taste like Play-Doh. Uh, <laughs> it not
0: <wouldn't> either. <laughs> I've eaten it before.
2: Unfortunately, me too.
0: God, my mom used to make me eat soap when I said a bad word. Hopefully nothing tastes like soap here. It brings back a lot of childhood trauma. <laughs> Ah, she's gonna listen to this, you know. <laughs> she probably will. Love you, mom. Rye is such a specific like taste for me that I'm not a huge fan of drinking it neat. Um, I'm not. Over, I'm not a huge cocktail guy either, so I'm not sure Um, how I would enjoy. Totally appreciate this. This
2: is um, style, but this is like black licorice like really black licorice anise tasting this is an old school style yeah this is really old school like in the 20s this is the kind of rye they were drinking yeah it's very like vegetal uh it's got uh, a lot of herbs to it but the black licorice note is is amazing and then you know, I'm also to call Jordan Davis up and say, "Hey, there's some dirt in this."
0: You <laughs> Jordan know? Davis, I love Junior you know, Jordan.
2: Yeah, he's a he's been on the show. Yes, we're yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll talk to you more about Jordan after, uh, after, after this is over. But he's a good buddy of mine. We got some plans we're working on. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I I'll so uh, this you and I'd be a great tasting team because you can give all like the actual like real palate flavors, <laughs> and I can be like just the real world for me with this. Would be like, I don't think I'm quite at the level to totally appreciate this this uh beautiful it's a like expression it or don't like from it this guys oh, well, i do like it i just feel like it's, it's you know rye is just a, a little more of an acquired taste for a guy that's just been a jim beam guy through and through his whole life so well i mean it just smells so different than uh
2: you have to and also this is so like i can feel it on my tongue like so much of the oils and fatty acids are just
0: yeah, this I, I sense this has
2: got it's, it's deep. Yeah, there's a lot going on here, but you know, from a flavor perspective, breaking this down. See, the
0: second the second one was like is there any the second sip sometimes give you a little bit more of a you get so your palate gets like The first one is just like it's like a warm-up run. Yeah, yeah, you know. I feel like sometimes the second sip for me is the one where I really get the most like appreciation in some way or ability to really taste what's ex- going ex- on. Unless, like, myself and,
2: a, and my colleagues, our first sip is often actually our second sip, you know. Okay. So we will, we, and we're always ready to go,
0: you know. Our yeah. palates are always acclimated. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, you're professional. It's what,
2: it's what we do. It's kind of yeah. like you, like, singing. Yeah. You're warmed up already, if you had to be.
0: But that's I. like Yeah, I don't even, I don't warm up before I walk on stage. Oh, I love that. I don't do anything. I don't go back. And, I mean, I, I'll have a shot of something sometimes, but I don't go out. You, I'm not doing vocal warm-ups. I'm not doing all, of, I'm like. I'm i have been talking so much with the band, laughing with the band. Usually we're picking someone on the on the bus anyway, playing songs that I'm like, my voice is it's it is what it is. It's ready to go. Yeah. You know? And sometimes that first note you're singing, it's your that's some of your best sounds because your voice is so like raw. It's like you're getting like right. the like the first taste, you know. It's like, wow.
2: Do you happen to have a um uh, a favorite thing you like to bring on stage to drink?
0: Well, I am an authentic person, and I'll tell, you the, I'll tell you the truth. I drink, you know, one of the reasons I kind of quit drinking a lot on stage is I was drinking Red Bull and vodka. Oh, for I God's know, sake. I'm sorry. I, thought, just when we thought we were going to be friends, but if we <laughs> want to have a real friendship, sometimes you got to tell your friend the truth yeah. and uh, hurt his feelings. But, you know, out in the road, I, I, I could do a whole history of drinking related to my career, but I um, i was a t- bourbon guy through and through. I started touring with Kenny Chesney. K- Chesney, all he drinks is sugar-free Red Bull and rum, Right. And so you start hanging out with him. You're smelling that. It smells like summer. You know, I can get—I know what yeah. that smells like. Yeah. Sugar you Red Bull and rum smells like a Kenny Chesney tour. And it's a lot of fun. And so you just get hooked on drinking that. And then I decided it's like, there's so much sugar in that. I was like, I need to clean it up. So I started drinking. I was like, I'm just going to drink vodka and and uh, like uh, soda. Because that's a cleaner drink, right? But you get hooked in that Red Bull. The Red Bull is like Coke. You know, it's like you've got to have it to get on stage. So I got a number of years. You know, I drank six those a night just to kind of either get back picked back up in the, the mode or to keep the energy through the show and i hated being dependent on anything so i i'd cut all that stuff out and now um when i'm on stage it's it's usually just uh it's you know there's some tequila involved sometimes it's uh you know bourbon's usually a post show okay bourbon, bourbon just kind of makes me feel happy and like relaxed relaxed yeah. and it's a conversational drink when right. you're on stage it's like guns, you got, you know, guns blaring and you got you're out, mm-hmm. you're not fighting your crowd, but you are I'm there to like get a win of some sort. It's it's combat, not like combat you've been well, through. Sure, but like sure. it's like my crowds, it's like sometimes I have to remind myself, they paid money to come see you. Like they're already on your side. Yeah. But I feel like I have to get the win. So I'm out there like I need to be like in a certain mentality. And it's not I don't lean on alcohol for that. Like it, I had that internally built within my my DNA, but I sometimes something that kind of bites a little bit in that way helps.
2: And one of the things too you know, with you, you're very uh vocal about being present, yes in in the moment. So, like I can imagine that you being on stage is is that kind of like actualization of just being present,
0: you know it is and I mean yeah, to be t- and I was listening to, to, to your interview with uh, our buddy Clay Walker, who I love, and uh, discovered in that show that Clay doesn't drink at all during a show, which you yeah. know, and uh you know for, you know total transparency, I quit drinking for a while during during my shows because I wanted, to, I don't want to have that crutch of like, I need something to help me do this. It's like you're on stage living out your dream. They're all here for you. This is the... Ha, does this? Do I need something to make this any better than it already is? And if right. I do, then I have a problem because this is everything. And also, I don't want to take the edge off. I want to feel that fear. I want to feel that self-consciousness. I want to feel every bit of what this moment is so I can find a way to take that and turn it into energy that I can throw back out the, at the fans. So I don't really drink on stage um like i used to
2: so this is my stage yeah and here we are oh, this God. is the uh this is hard truth sweet mash rye uh batch uh, three and this was last sweet year mash.
0: all right yeah so no uh, no backfill on this one
2: that's right and last year kind of like this... a
0: wilderness trail
2: exactly and last year, this brand uh, made my top 100. So, let's see if they can do it two years in wow. a row.
0: God, it smells so good. And where's this made? Indiana. Ooh. And the proof it, on it's 115. Is it uh, Is it MGP or is it they? they
2: no, they distill it. it. Yeah, they make it themselves. God,
0: it smells so good. You hate to even like ruin that with the sip because it it's it like smells Once beautiful. you sip it, it's a whole other game. But this it smells like, smell pe- itself. smells like peppermint and I'm, chocolate. I was going to say it smells like Christmas. So that's a good start, yeah. right? Yeah. Those are those are
2: peppermint and, and that's, chocolate. That's are Christmas. associated
0: with Christmas. There you go. I'm learning, folks. Watch out, Fred Minnick. Oh, damn. Really? It is like Christmas. Like kind of delay, the little delay gratif- gratification of waiting to have that first sip. Wow.
2: Hmm. Damn boys, you did it again.
0: Damn. That's way more forward on my tongue. That's purdy. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of the mint thing is big, right?
2: Yeah. There's a big I can't imagine what it'd be
0: like to be inside your vino. what it your head on, a, on swallowing this. So I've always, I've always wished I could be, I could play a guitar like Eddie Van Halen for like just one minute. <laughs> what would it be? What it would it be like to look down a guitar neck and have it the key unlocked where it all makes sense? You're like, because I look at a guitar neck and it's it's there's nothing there's it doesn't make any sense at all, right? I know how to do stuff on it, but I can't like. And my I have a guy in my band named Ben Helson who can just like up and down the neck. I'm like, I could just be Eddie Van Halen for like a minute, but I can't imagine for you what you what's going on there And you taste something i'm just
2: i when i i'm thinking like the minute yeah. i smell it the minute it hits my tongue um as long as i'm in a state to think you're you know, going to
0: psychic mode uh, yeah i'm just you're channeling you're voices comp- you're channeling
2: i'm trying memories so, you're channeling exactly, memories. Yeah. i'm channeling memories yeah that's what you're doing and i get uh i get that peppermint patty here like a yeah like a nice on this palette it's a peppermint patty Isn't that a
0: commercial of the ski jumper
2: uh, the uh, yeah yeah see yeah. yeah there we go yeah I don't really eat those anymore but they were no. always in the checkout line of my Chinese place that I would go to
0: maybe that's my problem my mom never let me have any sweets it was like the shredded wheat biscuit for breakfast that not the small not even the small uh, shredded wheat the big biscuit yeah with you know skim milk no ice cream no sprites
2: well see you know.
0: My you, kids are gonna have great palates because they eat you, ice cream every you, day.
2: You, you have a nice slender body. This is the this is the uh, payment of having uh, uh, all the sweets and whiskey uh, <laughs> taste in there. The nice rotundness. Well, <laughs> mm. that's damn good. I think that's definitely gonna make my top one hundred.
0: Any celebrity brands in your top one hundred?
2: Uh, there have been really uh, last year. Uh, Terry Bradshaw's made it really, um, and uh, this year there will be one. Cool, I know of one for sure, certain. But uh, wow, look at that! I didn't think I was going. Oh be whoa one.
0: whoa whoa whoa! We're doing it.
2: Well, we're I doing was, it. I was gonna. It's time, folks. It's
0: just here, you're not watching. You're just listening. Where he just cracked the seal on a Mitcher's twenty uh, year old, which is uh. Just go on, go on Google right now and type in Mitcher's twenty-year-old and see what it what it costs. Um, hint: it's five numbers.
2: So a little history for you on this brand. This was originally uh, a Pennsylvania brand.
0: Do you ever use food to cleanse the palate, or no? Uh, they, they I mess do. you up. Does it mess I you do. up at all, or no? Uh, uh, I'm I will. What's the best thing to do before I, we have this? Should I just stay where I'm at, drink a little water? Drink we'll have, definitely drink some okay, water.
2: I if wanna, you let, let's go ahead, yeah, let's have a. I want
0: to come into this one with the best chance to really. Yeah, experience let's it.
2: we can uh, we can eat some. I'll go ahead and pour you and let it open up a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, let's eat a yeah. let's eat a little something. There
0: you oh go. yeah, I think this is gonna help.
2: So basically, you know, there's a couple couple aspects to. Uh, to eating something before, you know, we're cleansing. Normally, I would have a. There's a whole routine to it, but it's, you know, what the hell, a slider no. will do. And,
0: and so bring- let's talk about Richard's while we're because the history of this company's pretty interesting, right? Started off in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and but
2: oh God, no food,
0: <laughs> no. so passed through a lot of hands. The guy from New, New York bought the brand. And they acquired a lot of old stock in 2000. But yeah. yeah,
2: so in um, in the so Michter's goes out of business in the late 1980s. Yeah, it was acquired by uh, Chatham Imports. They acquired the trademarks and they started bottling it with Kentucky whiskey, and that was hugely controversial. Right at the time, and the Pennsylvania whiskey community, you know. Was really upset behind it. And, um, but over time, this brand, and even I like, you know, I wrote a lot of things on it back in the day. But this brand, like, under like new ownership and everything, they've really paid tribute to the origins of Mictors, which Mictors was named after the founder's two kids Michael and Peter. Michael and Peter. Yeah.
0: So we went back and like re engineered the recipe or something. One of those chicken ones. So I'm going to eat this. This is good. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I got to promote the food. Whiskey Row, you come to Nashville, y'all. Get yourself a slider.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he comes up. um, He starts, um, you know, bottling other people's whiskey and then starts contract distilling. And then they start their own distillery or build their own distillery. And when they built their own distillery, they had all of these like little, little issues. Like they had to move like an auger, like an inch or something. Uh, They had, uh, they had an issue with one of their, uh, with their visitor center. And they had like all of these like hurdles thrown at them. And they just overcame them and kept overcoming them. And they've been very true to their brand of being like a super premium I'm always on them about disclosing their mash bill and telling yeah. more. And it's like a fun back and forth. You know, when I have them on camera or when I'm at an event with them, I'm like, hey, um, you know, what's your mash bill again? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I do all these little things yeah. like that to try and try and get it.
0: I'll tell you, as a, as a younger fan of, uh, you know, newer fan of bourbon, actually the history of it and the knowledge behind it. I do like what BBC does with their, the label on the side of their discovery. Yeah. Where you can actually see not only the mash, but, but where it came from. Indiana, Kentucky. Right. It's not much, but it's just like, it's better than looking at a bottle and reading a bunch of bullshit. Like, you know, uh, you know the finest grains and the fermented water. It's like, okay, everyone's using that, but. Right. Or filtered water, sorry. <laughs> but uh, like, just to see where a little more information like that's kind of fun. But anyway.
2: It's true. <coughs> I think half that burger got stuck in my sorry. throat
0: well i just had some hot chicken so we'll see how this goes down with the, the I gotta, spice. i gotta
2: i gotta wash it down yeah second one there what was that the second one that was the second one
0: i'm doing what you're doing whatever you do i'm gonna do
2: yeah so now just um clench
0: your palate out and i want to ask you too why why uh at some point why there was so much readily available old stock in the 2000 in that area why are people there's just no appreciation for 10 year old oh boy great you know, wh- question
2: you know why so in the 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 rise of vodka was the fall of bourbon that's right. that's one of my right saying 1976 vodka, sucks. vodka took
0: over it, bourbon it sales.
2: just did it started spiraling downhill, yeah. and all the distilleries were beginning to sell or get out of the business. Or lighter spirits. Yeah, they but they were finding ways to. There were people who lower proof. Yeah, yeah, they were finding ways to stay involved, and uh, Japan and Australia got very excited about bourbon in the late '80s and early '90s, and so everyone started shifting their efforts toward Japan. And Rebel Yell, which was a weeded bourbon. Yeah. Um, made at uh, Stitzelweller yeah. uh, increased uh, production by, I think, like 400% just to focus on Australia and Japan. Uh, Australia changed their tax, their tax structure, and then uh, Japan went, their their markets crashed. Yeah, And so they had a one-two punch, and the company uh, now called Diageo, then United Distillers, yeah. had all of this uh, stock yeah. of uh, weeded bourbon uh, from the early 1990s. Yeah. And so they put it all out on the market. And at that time, there was new blood getting in the game. And uh, Julian Van Winkle was right. resurrecting his father's, yeah. his, his grandfather's name. And so all these people were buying up this yeah. uh whiskey that was meant for Australia and Japan. Meanwhile, United Distillers was like, we're getting out of the uh, yeah, American we... whiskey game and yeah, focusing yeah. on Crown Royal and Johnny Walker. Hmm. And... um so they sell off their brands like uh, Old Fitzgerald and yeah. Weller. Uh, they sell their plant Bernheim to Heaven Hill, mm-hmm. and so you had all this new blood in there. And you had all these people who cared about bourbon, starting to uh, you know sell it and push yeah. it. Yeah, this was in the early 2000s. Yeah, and in the early 2000s is when we all started getting access to the internet, and that was the beginning of. Oh you know, before there was, uh, so true before there was Facebook yeah. and all these other things, you had, uh, social groups, uh, and forums dedicated to bourbon. And so you had people communicating from Hawaii to people in Georgia and Japan to Florida. And it was like the consumers, uh, the started building, that, yeah. yeah, they started building all this and there was whiskey magazines coming out and, uh, it, it just, it, it was a, it began to like build and build and build. And now where we are, you know, we are, are probably in about year 10 of when bourbon, uh, bourbons return and bourbons yeah. come back. So we probably got it about another 20 years. 30 year cycle. Yeah, of this, of this growth. Yeah. However, there's always things that can, you know, there's always sure. warning signs. Yeah. You know, there's always things that can say, you can say like, yeah, it's going to go to shit quick now, yeah. you know. But like there's so many brands on the shelf. There are a lot out there. There's a lot out there, and there's not a lot of those out there. I know. So
0: Well, should we take a sip? Let's go through the process. Let's do it. Nose. You rinsed your palate out with water? I did. I'm good. All right. So excited for this first sip. Wow. First nose, rather. I mean Can I say it's like well rounded? Like it's not killing me, but it's like still really Intense. That's I think not really a description. A... That's more of a feeling. I'm more of a feeling. I'm a musician. Well, I feel things. I can't describe them in words. I and put the musician
2: in. downstairs is giving the feels right yeah, now. Yeah, we are.
0: It's perfect time, isn't it? Yeah. I, I told him to do that. Yeah. He's got the I said. Hey, play something a little hard to it. <laughs> God, it just it's okay. I, this is me. Just trying to make sh- shit up after having a few drinks, but it feels intense but smooth, like. As far as the smell goes,
2: it's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: It's be Yeah, this is all, those aren't really descriptive descriptive words, though. That,
2: all right, here I'm, we go. All right, Put it on the palate. Oh <laughs> god!
0: It's a mouthful of just. You would never wanna put any ice in this because it just, you don't want to dilute that at all. It is just, that is like a box that keeps unfolding and unfolding and unfolding and unfolding and there's just so much happening. I wish I could put the words to what that taste is. That's why people tune into your show. It's a good thing I can't, and <laughs> regular people can't because then they'd have no reason to do a review. It is really fun doing this with you because like if you go Kix Brooks from Brooks and Dunn, he has a winery here in town, you know, Arlington. I've been out there and I've hung with Kix a lot. He's a good pal. It's fun drinking wine with him because he speaks the language and there's more enjoyment out of it when you're hearing someone describe what you're, what you're tasting. Well, sometimes a moment of silence is probably the most appropriate thing, huh? This is, um,
2: this is a bourbon to be with your thoughts. Mm you know
0: yeah there's perfect weather out there for it too, it right? is yeah it there's is raining here all in nashville great skies for a week now
2: and i i i love the rain when i'm indoors yeah I hate it when i'm walking to my car or something like that this
0: week has forced me to be to get a lot of stuff done because i'm like yeah. i can't i usually am outside hiking biking doing something outdoors i lo- love to be outdoors but i've been writing thank you letters to all my band and crew all week I'm 60 deep so far wow my right hand is not really functioning that well at this point. It's not used to writing letters. But let me ask you type this. Writer. Get a typewriter. Get a typewriter. Yeah, type. That's still cool. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. So, 20 year old bourbon, just because it's 20 years old, some would say the best stuff's between six and eight years.
2: I would, yeah. Six yeah. and 12 is usually where the best sweet right. spot is.
0: So, is this just having to be monitored every. Yeah, year.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, oak can turn this, um, after 12 years old, the clock is ticking yeah. on whether it'll be over-oaked, but what Michter's does that makes them really well-suited to age their whiskeys for a long time is they're going into the barrel at a very low proof. They're going in at 103 right, proof. Right, the water in. And that makes it, um, you know, less astringent when it's coming out. So there's not as much alcohol to extract yeah. the tannins. And so it's more soluble to interact with the wood. And, um, and so it can rest in the wood for longer periods. That's theory. You know, it's not exactly proven fact. But also, yeah.
0: Is it putting in a lower proof, the water extracts more polymers from the wood as wood sugars. Is yeah. That thing ba- too?
2: Basically it extracts less of the polyphenols yeah. that, uh, that are that are basically the taste of wood yeah it extracts less of that more water yes the higher you go up and proof the more it'll it'll extract but it's not it's not that is so good it's not always the case so Mm -hmm. that's why i say it's it's more theory than uh, proven science (sighs) that's I'm yeah, uh, that's
0: something to hold on to right there. I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying. It. I'm, i like, yeah, just like breaking it, this. I'm too breaking this it, down. This, this is the, this is the one for today with the weather and the and the, the music <sighs> and the setting. It's, maybe it's the one for every day, but it's definitely fits this vibe perfectly.
2: I mean, this is a uh, batch number two two one one two five one five. Mick Bottle four yeah. six one. You know, for a second. I got nervous of you palming that bringing it over there because it was off the table i know you know i've had guests here in nashville drop their bottles and I'm glasses sure. no. preston from low cash
0: oh god that boy dropped a few things i didn't realize you had that many connections to the country music All of the oh yeah. yeah um yeah i so love preston great. both those guys are great guys they're hard they the were hustlers, up for a cma man. this they work year hard. um first time i saw him playing so your home state oklahoma they were DJing a country festival out there and it's mm. probably 2004 or five. And they're like the, they're hosting the show and so funny and so good at doing it, but also playing some of their, their tunes in between. Yeah. I just remember going, these guys hustle. These guys are what it's all about. I mean, that's what you got to, you got to, you got to want it. Well,
2: country, country fascinates me from the songwriting perspective because like it's, it's, it's the only, it's the only genre where feelings and stuff are really accepted. Yeah. Um, like, you know, death is talked about regularly. Uh, cheating is regularly, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it happens every now and then, but it's usually, and the other genres that I really pay attention to, rage, there's a lot of, there's a lot of rage and it. it's like, yeah. it takes on social issues. You know, country doesn't take on social issues. It takes on person interpersonal Feeling so, I like talking to songwriters, yeah, because songwriters uh, and really musicians can connect this yeah. to this, yeah. And so that's one of the big reasons why I love interviewing musicians.
0: Well, um, I've, you know, I'm a huge fan of yours, and I've listened to a lot of the, the, the shows you've done. The one with Peyton Manning was great talking about Sweeten's Cove, and I, I I've, you know, Peyton's a buddy of mine, and I, I love how you connected football to, you know, to to his enterprises and whatnot. But I will say. Country music and, and bourbon and just the, hist- the way bourbon's made r- reminds a lot of country music because there's traditional country music like George Jones, the way yeah. he worked with Billy Sherl yeah. in the studio, you know, the way those guys made records is you went in like uh, like Frank Sinatra did and you got, everyone better do it just right or else you got to do the takeover again. You know, if, if, if the trumpet player sneezes in the middle of Frank Sinatra's vocals, well, we got to do the whole takeover again. It might take, actually some of those live recorders with, with Frank, you hear him say, someone goes, take 46. You know, because everyone's got to get it right. That reminds me, of like a single barrel, right? It's like you got to. This is it. This is the one shot at it. It's going to be good or not. Then you also got modern country music that's not even. A lot of these guys aren't recording them in a the studio. They're being done in someone's bedroom, and it's tracks, and it's. But the end result is still a great song that people love, and there's a lot of that going on here. You got stuff that's you got. We well, got this McTurse, It's like you know old school and you know, just. And then you got some of the new start. We well, don't have any of that stuff here, but I've heard you talk about you know the. The guys that are doing the, the finishing casks and yeah. the toasted barrels and playing with the modern technology to still presu- you know to create a great result that people love. And just a matter of how interested you are in the way it was made and created. And so there's a lot of, a lot of analogies between like the way country music is made and the way bourbon is, is made as well, I think. And
2: yet you're the only musician to successfully get bourbon in a song.
0: Well, we got two now. We got Back to Bourbon is going to be the next one. Big hit. Oh. Started right here. That's right. That's right.
2: Back to bourbon. That's right. Let's get back to bourbon.
0: Uh, We've got another one here
2: to taste. This is another um, A-lister. These are our- Parker's? The Parker's Heritage. This is their their, uh, 2000- Heaven uh, Hill. That's right. Heaven Hill. This is their 2022 release. This is a double barrel blend. It's a blend, uh, a composite of- uh, Composite of 13-year and 15-year uh, <laughs> bourbon.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. That's and so crazy. Know, I mean, is there... A, yeah, that's just crazy. Oh, go ahead. Uh, just, you know, you take something that old and start messing around with it. It's just like it's such a risk, but... Well, we we'll I guess, find out. I guess the, you know, it's not like you're putting in a, uh, you know, sherry cask and just playing that game, but you're... Still, on its own, it's probably pretty good. Do you have an empty glass? I see
2: water in that one. Do you have Uh, an extra one? Right here. Oh, Oh, it's got water in it. So, a little bit about the man that this is named after, Parker Beam. He was a mentor of mine. He was the man. And a very good friend. He died of ALS. Yeah. And uh, they they give a portion of their proceeds from this bottling. Yeah. To the ALS Foundation. Were you all pretty close? We were, and I spent time with him when, um, when he was like getting on his bike and couldn't talk anymore. And his, you know, um, he was uh, he would still try to move cattle, but he couldn't.
0: Yeah, you know, he was the master distiller there for over half a century, right? He was, yeah, not quite a half a century. Fifties to.
2: No, and no, that's uh you're thinking of Jimmy Russell, who still, no, still turkey still yeah. kicking. No, no, how, how long was Parker So Parker Parker died in his seventies, but he, he took over the reins probably late seventies, early eighties from his dad. I don't remember yeah. the exact year. Uh, but he, he basically relinquished the uh master distiller role in um 2012, yeah. 13. So Almost half a I
0: mean, almost yeah. fifty oh, yeah, years. Yeah, almost half a century. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking fifty years, yeah, half a yeah. century, yeah. What's the proof on this? One
2: thirty-two point two. It feels like it.
0: That's the first thing I notice. It's just hot.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan.
0: Hmm.
2: Might need to come back to this one. Okay. And we got uh, we got one more to Uh-oh, taste, folks. Are you good for another one? Oh yeah. All right.
3: Come on.
0: Colorado one.
2: Yeah, the two ninety one.
0: Colorado Springs.
2: Yep, Colorado Springs.
0: Oh, we're gonna come back to. The, I'm following your lead, so we're gonna come back to the. We're gonna come back to.
2: I gotta get you. A, gotta get you a fresh glass. Yeah, so. we'll just. I'll make it I want to make
0: sure that I'm not. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, my palate's not like overwhelmed by the this last. Oh, no, that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean,
0: I I feel. Can you? Give me a, I'm hoping you get a They get a good review, or they get a fair shake at it. It's like when you turn an album in, and someone records it for a or critiques it for a, a newspaper or something. You're like, gotta hope they're having a good day when they listen to my record.
2: You've got a new uh, song on the radio in Gold. New song out? Yeah.
0: Called Gold. and uh, How does
2: the radio world work now with all the streams? Just
0: payola. Just money. Just pay them off.
2: Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: hello.
0: And that how, and that how you you do, heard it here first. Isn't that, most... that how you do your reviews?
2: <laughs> no, not at all.
0: I'm kidding. No. it's uh, Radio's great, man. Country radio. I still... The truck I drove here today, you know, I got a 10-year-old Tahoe and... I just listen to the radio. I don't. I have six buttons on there, and and that's uh, AM FM. AMM FM. My first choice is always six fifty AM, which is the greatest radio station ever created here in Nashville. It's a fifty thousand watt uh, antenna that reaches all through Kentucky. And ooh, look, here we go. Colorado
2: whiskey uh, finished with Aspen Staves.
0: But you t- go ahead and talk. Oh, to- finish, okay. We got a little something, a little yeah. something special here, huh? Yeah. I want to hear what your thoughts on that um no i just so radio you know you it's it requires a great team of people working with you know work with people that can help get the song and, and people's on their desk just like you it's the same thing you have all this bourbon in front of you and you're trying to sort through it and figure out which one you like which one you don't and it helps to have someone i'm sure there's a rep or someone sending you this going hey we check out our two nine you know, our two mm-hmm. nine ones that you think hey yeah, check out this new bottle of you know the pulled bros and and uh it's the same thing in uh in uh country music, just were, I have a great record label in Capitol Records. They go out there and they—they're a big deal. Yeah, they go out there and just get the music, get someone to listen to your music, get a program director to listen to it and give it a shot. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good the song is, it doesn't matter how good the, the the whiskey is. You gotta, you like you just said, you have hundred thousand different samples you've been sent, and it's like someone has to be there, kind of sure. in your ear, going, "Hey, just we just check this one out real quick to see what you think."
2: So is the is the has the where where is the the balance between streaming and radio of what's more important for an artist?
0: For me, radio has been like the lifeblood of my career. For these younger kids out there, it's all streaming. Like a a Kane Brown, Jelly Roll. I mean, the kids are finding the music. They're gonna find it. Radio is too slow for them. They want, you know, I got kids and like the TikTok mentality, you know, it's like, what do you have for me now? Next, right? six seconds is too long. I need the next thing. So the idea that you'd have one song to listen to for, sometimes it takes a year for your song to go up the charts. So the idea that these younger kids are gonna be like satisfied having one song to listen to for you know forty weeks is not not, not realistic. So it's all about streaming right now. And you're yeah. making records. You're making records for yourself. No one's really actually buying physical records. But I make records because it, man, it means something to me. I want to walk yeah. in my house and wherever the record's gonna be when I'm done with it and be like that's like a book. That's like this book right here. Like it has chapters, it has a story, it has right. a theme. I put my heart into it. It represents that period of my life. And yeah, maybe no one's gonna really buy it. They're gonna, the digital version of it, or for your case, Kindle or something. But I know, for me, it it means something to me because albums matter to me. I grew up on albums. This is personal as opposed to commercial. You're not making any money off it. You make money off touring. You don't make a a dime off an album. I don't. Definitely not streaming. Uh, Yeah, no, streaming's for the record labels. They're happy about that. I make money off where the rubber meets the road. Anyway, this is a cool bottle. I like the design. This is the
2: 291 um uh,
0: XI. Fred's gonna tell us how he feels about those aspen staves.
2: Yeah, the, the stave finish. So like they're not le- they're not labeling it bourbon, they're labeling it whiskey. But so you you like that? I like that. Protecting bourbon, yeah. It protects the like the the category. So I May 4th, I actually, 19
0: May 4th, 1964. Is that the uh God damn <laughs> That yes, the, man. <laughs> that's an important date in history, right? Yes,
2: sir. It's when Bourbon became a unique product in the United States. <laughs> 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 okay, so nose wise. Hmm, kind of reminds me of a lumber yard on the nose.
0: God, there's a there's well, like new wood? Yeah. Did I get that? Is it yeah. like the new Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on the palate! I hit Mm. that. (sighs) I like that. I like it a lot
2: too. Kind of got like a oatmeal and brown sugar and.
0: No, on that point, you and the you and the bourbon pursuit boys are talking about. It's hard to you know hard to put it all in one category. It's almost like Olympic swimming, where there's different you know events and different things to categorize: who's first, who's getting second, and then. These bottles that have the these brands that have a little bit of the the finishing stuff is uh it's unique, but it's really good.
2: Yeah, it it is. I just I, I want the labeling to be right. Yeah, I get you know? that.
0: You taste aspen, you smell aspen. I I, I, I get
2: a I I get wood. Wood,
0: yeah, you I do. I, yeah, you're I sure, get. Like you like sure a, would have met that on the show here. <laughs> <laughs> get some yeah i yeah but it's i like wood
2: it's um
0: this is really good
2: it is but i wanted to taste i wanted to taste something uh uh, after Mm. uh, after tasting the parker's heritage because you know you you had you know you talked about someone like telling you that oh yeah the someone told me at heaven hill that this is the best parker's heritage they so that's in
0: your ear yes and you're thinking that i'm excited to drink it because i'm just a fan of
2: and that was a good, really good friend of mine. uh Oh, really, so really we'll, good get friend like of a mine. Shot. We'll finish so, it right so now. I want to, I want to go back to yeah, it. Yeah. After tasting, I just want to make sure my palate wasn't yeah. shocked after the twenty-year-old. And this after is, tasting this that, is really great. Then it's what's numb. this go
0: for? Uh, the two nine one. Uh, uh 70, yeah. This. 80, well, this this 60? is a
2: this is a limited edition release. Okay, oh, never mind. Uh, so this is uh. One fifty.
0: I'm an idiot. Sorry, folks. Don't listen to me.
2: You know these guy. The guy behind this... they're not this,
0: sending you the. Yeah, they're not going to send Fred Minnick the. Uh, well, stuff they stuff off the shelf. They send me all kinds of Kroger, stuff. Yeah,
2: but the guy behind this is a September 11th survivor. Oh, really? A fashion photographer, and he retired.
0: from well, was just up f- there for Fashion
2: him. photography, and got into. Um,
0: got into you say September 11th. He was in. He was in 9/11. He was in New York. Yeah, his yeah.
2: his apartment was a part of the. Back blast wow and like the there's video footage of his apartment getting ransacked
0: no. quick shout out to the uh tunnel to towers group that i just performed oh, wow. for wow uh, this year and and uh uh frank uh ziller and his whole team up there is such an emotional day all the firefighters come down wearing a full uh, picture of a firefighter that died that day. There's, I think there's 360 firefighters that, and first responders that died instantaneously. Of course, more died over the course of the next few weeks and months, but really special group of people, the, the tower to people. So that, here's the NY FD and PD and all the, all the, and the folks that, you know, continued from that, the wars, ensuing wars, uh, made sacrifices for us. Our country's been through a lot. Yeah. In the last thirty years.
2: For me, it started with the Oklahoma City bombing.
0: Of course. Are you and by the way, are you in the back
2: in the Parkers or I'm are you... back to the Parkers. Okay, so. I'm gonna go back to the Parkers. So. I can by the, I can have conversation and still be critic. So like if you want me to not have a conversation just get to the whiskey. No, no, no I want to talk. I wanna do
0: right. what you're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah, going deep. This is what bourbon's all about. Absolutely. Talking about heavy shit. Yeah, and heavy this, shit, but also- This is not vodka conversation. Uh,
2: no, by God. It, but it's also, it's all, it's cordial, right? It's yeah. cordial. Yeah. And I've always believed that if if two people who are uh, opposed to one another could have a drink together-
0: The bourbon summit, folks, was the uh, the alleged meeting of who was that? Uh, McConnell, McConnell and Obama. And, yeah.
2: Yeah, it happened. About the last time they got together- <laughs>
0: It's yeah, no one gets together anymore, you know. No. God, they Good
2: don't God to hate each no other.
0: No one says the gentleman across the aisle, you know, when they used to get in an the argument, they'd say, Well, I disagree with the gentleman from West Virginia, you know. No yeah. one no one says that anymore. It's-
2: yeah, I remember Bush giving making sure everyone had a standing ovation for Pelosi when she became Madam Speaker. Really? Yeah, it was a big thing. he was like telling the story of how she came up and how uh, her uh, dad would be so proud. Really? And um, it was it was weird. You would not see it in today's world. No,
0: I remember John McCain. I'm from Arizona, and I love John McCain. He's a great man, war hero, and just one of the greatest. But he, uh, I remember he was in a town council meeting, uh, town town hall meeting, and some lady goes, "Now, Obama, he's a uh, he's a Muslim, and he's gonna you know a terrorist." And he's like, took the microphone. He's like, "No, no, no ma'am, he's a nice family guy. He's we just have prof- big differences on the way the country should be run." But he just he corrected. And he was like. Now I'd be yeah. like, you're right, yeah. <laughs> vote for me. <laughs> but I'm I'm a fierce independent, so no no judgment. Don't don't try to pin- pigeonhole me. Same Just here. Like my music, I don't like to be put on one I, side or the other.
2: Well, one thing you do in your music is talk about drinking a lot. Yeah, so I do. Here we're we're, do we're doing that effectively.
0: Having a hard time with this dirt, oh no i'm feeling your I'm, I'm worried about your buddy yeah, well
2: there may be a f- few less uh things under the Christmas tree this year
0: uh, <laughs> oh they got a few of these right they got a, a mash the wheat they got a yeah
2: this is it, it's not even it's not even like over oak to me it's
0: a- it's like incomplete is there something missing on the on the on the finish, or just in the overall so, taste, I like for,
2: I like for something to encompass my tongue. Like to like
0: it's like that first like the uh, Elijah Craig did. Oh my yeah. god! And by
2: the way, same company. I know, I know. So I like for it. Uh, yeah. I like to feel it on the tip and all the way in the back yeah. underneath. And this one is spotty at best. Let me get a big old in, uh, a
0: big old Kentucky chaw here.
2: Yeah, it's not, it's not doing it for me. Yeah. But if you like it, well, you like it? I'm not,
0: I hate to chime in because there's, you know, this is reputations at stake and there's no novice, novice like me. Should no, be like, get I'm on here. it. It's get so on funny. It. I will say, oh, I just, I do, I'm missing some like, if it's supposed to make my mouth explode and do all the right like, under the tongue and all that yeah. kind of stuff, I'm yeah. not feeling that. I don't know. That's a what's the what's you know the proof on that? This is one thirty-two. Yeah, so I'm not feeling that, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like super hot.
2: No, I will no. say that. Yeah. Also, it's not bad. No, it's good. It's not bad. Yeah. It, it for the record, it is good. It yeah, is not living great. up to my expectation. You, yeah, of what this brand is. Yeah, and uh, Parker Beam, you know, is the shit. He was the shit, and like, and like, so maybe I come into this having a very yeah high. It's funny how that that, how that can
0: affect it a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: But Um, I also didn't like their twenty seven year. I didn't like their twenty four year. I mean, I've is there ever
0: like a music like like Taylor Swift's new album just came out. You know, when I I first i I all respect to her, but I have not listened to (laughs) it. Well, I got three daughters. And our two daughters, and you don't them, have my a wife, choice. So, we, I mean, I'm a huge fan of her. She's so,
2: all, do you, are you able to get tickets to her show, or are you stuck on Ticketmaster like everyone else?
0: I, uh, my kids just asked me today in the car, we get now we getting tickets to the stadium here. I'm working on it just like everybody else I'm working on. I know her manager, and, and I talked to her about it, but I was like, you know what, I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll I'll get my own tickets. I'm just kind of like, that's the way yeah. I roll. But uh, Taylor's been nothing but so awesome. I mean, we actually sang together in Kansas City on her 1989 tour, and I, you know, true artists, when they put out an album, like you too. And the first time you listen to the new you're like, I don't know. It's like it's not like the last one. It sounds different. I like the last one. It takes a right. while to adjust to it. Right. Same with this album, you know, it's like this is not what our last albums have sounded like at all, which were a little more like kind of folk rock, I guess. But this one just I, I liked it to begin with, but the more I listen to it because we listen to it a lot, it just right. it grows. Has that ever happened to you with like, for example, uh no like a, you know and a tasting yeah, you go yeah. back taste it the next day or yeah there's you think been yeah. about it overnight you're like you know i you know I, you know give another so chance.
2: so a couple couple thoughts of that like one music can grow on you right uh that's happened to me a lot um with especially when i've with the musicians i've interviewed
0: so you first listen to my music you're like oh, it's terrible but I got to interview this guy. You kept Uh, listening to him. You kept listening to him. It's okay. It's okay. No, I no. I've loved your stuff. No,
2: I mean, come on. (laughs) Talking about drinking on an airplane. Come on now. Uh, But uh, that that is to me like music is. uh, You can talk yourself into liking a song. Mm. Um, Like Baby Shark is a good example.
0: God, Baby Shark. Oh, don't give me start. Like I
2: can't even imagine my life without that song now because like it. Yeah. You know,
0: help raise a you know, a kid or two, yeah, yeah, you know,
2: yeah, yeah. or in the process of it. Uh but like if I had heard it before, like I hated it, but it, it, I got warm to it because it kept my child, you know,
0: still. Yeah, held your kid, that kid? Uh, that one's four. Wow, dude, you your hands full four year Yeah,
2: yeah, he's he's good now though, I think. It's funny. It, four year olds is a great age. One of my favorite ages. It's a great age. The other one's uh eight. So good ages
0: right now. That's fun.
2: But the, uh, but the big thing, too. I'm going to go back to our original. Yeah,
0: back to the whiskey. I want to go back. No, I'm going to go back to the original bottle while you're talking. I'm going to go back to a. Absolutely. This is a logic, Craig. Feel free to barrel. More of that if yeah, you want to. Yeah, well, that's so nice of you. These two are going home with me. I, I really appreciate <laughs> that, Fred. Uh,
2: I think that one might just be in a little taste-off later on. Okay, I don't know. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I used to do a technique where I would taste three times before giving my rating. But three I, different I, days. Yeah, three different yeah, days. Yeah. So you I would make sure my mood... Now. I don't have time. No, there's no way you can do that. I, I can't do you it. You don't
0: have the liver capacity for that, right?
2: Well, I, I don't normally... No, you don't drink that much, yeah, but... don't normally drink like this, no. but... Uh,
0: uh, By the way, this kind of drinking is so fun because this is not how I have typically drank the majority no. of my career. When we had a Jägermeister machine yeah. on the tour of us, <laughs> we were not sitting around going... Mm, smell the caramel flavors of this like, chilled <laughs> Jägermeister. Like it was like, how many you can throw back before you walk on stage? Uh, luckily I a lot of my my, my career, a lot of it occurred before the iPhone. because yeah. there's definitely some shows where the show ended because I was done. Yeah. like lying down. Like, oh, I guess, I guess that's the show's over because wow. he's not moving. Touring with a band called Cross Canadian Ragweed, Oklahoma band. Those guys, Stillwater. I saw I saw them in college. Yeah, those those are my good buddies. Cody, um, actually, Cody's son is named Dirk. So the only other Dirk's out there. But um, those guys really they hurt me. They hurt me. We first started touring together, played a show at Helotes County Store, and they walked on the bus and put a big bottle of Jägermeister on the bus. And I remember going Jägermeister. That was like back in like soft. No one drinks Jägermeister. Anymore. Right. I was like, we drank that in high school. Oh no, we drank a lot of Jägermeister over the two years we toured together.
2: But he, but uh, Cross Canadian Ragweed used to see them at the uh, Mike's College Bar all the time, Stillwater.
0: Yeah, yeah Mike, good. Mike McClure.
2: Yeah, great, 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 great red great dirt, bar. red
0: dirt music right there. Yeah, Ragweed's, uh, those guys, Cross Canadian Ragweed, Randy Rogers Band, they're all these younger kids, all, you know, discovering them and or paying them the respect, you know. Yeah. Parker McCallum's got Randy out there in the road with them. Pat Green, that whole group. It's fun to see those guys getting a little. That's awesome, yeah. So I do
2: get. Uh, I will go back to a whiskey that I didn't think I liked, or I had like a bad nose. I want to you it to give these guys like another
0: try. I'm worried about your friendship, so. Yeah, well, um, the friendship that
2: you know, it's, <laughs> it's happened. It's happened before.
0: <laughs> Take that back to back home and and uh, give that another shot.
2: It's going to give it one more taste here to
0: make sure I'm just not off kiltered. I mean, while you're thinking while you're thinking about that, I'll just say for for me, I mean, is it unsurprising that these two are my favorite. Or no?
2: Yeah. No. Is that like a all. young
0: palate to to think yeah. that or no?
2: No. I, I and, and the thing is too is it's pretty kind of predictable. I'm talking you, about the, well, I I don't know if that's the case. The victors and the uh, I think Craig. I think you would I think you would like be honest if you didn't like something.
0: I would be. Yeah. Was there
2: anything on but the I table would, I, you didn't like? No,
0: no, I liked them all. It'd be hard for me to really. You weren't
2: you weren't feeling Leopold Brothers, because you 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 were saying like I don't understand
0: it. It's not my jam. I don't do the rye. Not totally, just I'm not a huge. I'm not, I, But I, I would put that back on me as as my palate not being totally. And the more I drink, it's just different. You know, it's just different. Some people are rye people. Some people aren't. I well,
2: mean, I, and I broke it down as like a very old school rye, yes. where, whereas this one. The other rye, the sweet mash yeah. rye from Hard Truth. Yeah, it was your egg. You yeah, like, well, it's, you like great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: is more. Again, I would. Uh, I would hate for someone to be have any sort of opinion based off what I'm. What I think. I'm especially these being Colorado guys. I got to give them some love. There, it's a. It's a. That's a good thing. And it's. I love the label of the bottle, and I, and I love the juice. I just uh, it's something I want to spend more time with. You know, and I, I probably will. I think I will. I probably will go buy a bottle of this and just see if like, you know, how that sits over time with me. So. All right. But I loved it all, man. It was. Is this it? Have we done?
2: I don't think so. Well, okay, I good, mean, good. Well, in terms of, well, in terms of, a like scatter a, here. I love you. This. Want you want another pour want of more of the more, mictors? One more, more mictors, just to see. I'm gonna have a little more mictors. Yeah, why wouldn't we? I I will say I will taste this again. But good. But right now, it's... yeah, it's in the doghouse. <laughs> that's
0: a tough. You got a tough job having to do that. I'm, yeah. Would, there you go. Okay, this is my two right here. I'm confused on what's what.
2: Well we can uh
0: I guess we can like,
2: you know, wrap up the interview yeah. and then we, we keep doing well, our thing. I,
0: like I said at the start of the show, huge fan. I don't do a lot of podcasts. Uh this one's so fun because we're talking about something that we're I'm super passionate about and obviously get a chance to hang out with the the most knowledgeable person in the room about it and uh had a great time. I love everything you do. Appreciate all the well, I appreciate from you. That. and I, I love lo- you're a great podcaster. You're you're Knowledgeable, but you're really funny your, your shows are your uh, your shows always makes me laugh. Well I appreciate that Support.
2: We're, we're going to have a follow-up coming up because you got a new album coming out here in, uh, in a couple weeks. want to come month. up there and do
0: it uh, with you I want to come into the, the mothership. you want to come in the house, or come, in the or, house? Or, come, or come to the office yeah okay I'll fly up there, but I probably won't fly home. Okay, <laughs> it's so so I'll get, get some else to fly me back. So you would fly. <laughs> the, you, uh, you, the FA, your dad would probably tell you the FA frowns upon that. They e- do. Even though autopilot is amazing, they're not big on uh, having a few drinks and flying. So you'd fly into Bowman Field. I fly right. Yeah, fly into a. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then uh, come.
0: Are you closer to Louisville or Bardstown? Uh, Louisville.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's about a that's about a thirty-five minute flight in my little prop plane. Wow it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I'm just going to pour I'm going to save it and put it in my pocket. Take it home with me. The whole, uh, the whole drum right here. Just, okay. I love it. Okay. There we go.
2: It's a good look. <laughs> Actually, I have a friend who has a uh, lanyard that will hold a Glen Karen. Really? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I think
0: I played your festival a long time ago. Oh, bourbon and beyond yeah. or hometown rising bourbon, bourbon and beyond. And beyond? Yeah. yeah. It was back. And I really wasn't appreciative of good bourbon. Yeah. And I remember did meet and greet and was handed a lot of great bottles of bourbon. Yeah. And I handed them all out to my crew guys, my band guys. And like, I'm just not who I was at the time. I was really more of just a Bush light beer drinker. And Jim Beam was good enough for me at the time. And, and now I'm like, Hey, Jim Beam's still great. Jim Beam is great. I mean, but I'm like, it's great. Oh, I probably got some good stuff. So I got to come back again and play that love to have you but man just it's
2: great to have you on mm. uh more importantly the friendship i'm excited yeah, to man. to Thank where you. where it's going it's and, great to meet you in person i've yeah, watched a lot of
0: a lot of your show and i've listened to you so well, much it's good you, to, it's good growing to, on you like it's good you said to hear didn't voice. like it at first but the music's growing did not say that <laughs> did not say that
2: but i w- i will say that i i i i said at the top you're the only musician to properly use bourbon
0: My well, only in one a song
2: there's not bourbon yeah. is not used that and i and i've talked to several songwriters about yeah. this uh whiskey uh, is
0: it, such an easy rhyme, yeah there's that's so many just E it. rhymes so bourbon. i talk, i talked
2: to uh, uh Jesse Alexander about this i talked to uh Nick Wayne about this i talked to uh uh he won the uh he won American idol okay.
0: um having a he's in country he's a music Nick oh uh oh. american idol country guy.
2: Killing me. I can't remember. Not name. a
0: lot of those Oh, Scotty McCreary. No, not Scott. No, it's.
2: God, hope, I'm drawing a blank. This is embarrassing. Recently? In the last five Carmichael? Years. Not Carmichael.
0: No. I, I don't even know if he was on even on there. I was just trying to think.
2: Uh... Yeah. Wait, you know what? The guy that won American Idol. He won uh, it. He won it. He actually won it. Yeah. How many years ago? I think it was within the last five years, All this right. country guy.
0: We're going to look it up right now. It's we will edit technology this. Technology is amazing, y'all.
2: <laughs> we'll edit this. So.
0: List of recent American Idol winners. Trent Harmon. Trent Harmon. Trent Harmon. Okay, it, it was Trent Harmon. It was Trent Harmon. Okay, yeah, I don't... I don't
2: yeah, so I Trent Harmon was saying that you can't really rhyme bourbon. He was, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it does mm-hmm. come down to the rhymes.
0: Bourbon, get some Gonna drink some bourbon. I'm gonna get some. Fred minuck. Yeah, you can't really you have to work pretty hard at it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been it, they've been it pretty good. You know, speaking up purists versus like the new culture. You're right, you're Tom Douglas. Tom Douglas, it has to be a perfect rhyme. You're right with Tom. You if it's you can't rhyme the word paint and can't, even though you can turn can't into cate and you can make paint fit with cate, mm-hmm. like Brooks and Dunn did with like, I can ride rope. Hammer and paint, do things with my hands that most men can't. Yeah. Tom Douglas would be like, no, it's gotta be a perfect rhyme. We're better than that. We can we, we are better. We can rise above we can that. Get there. We're, we're better than that. Yeah. Take the time, get it right. That would be your single barrel, you know. <laughs> and then you got the younger guys that are like, like me, free and easy down the road. I go. It's there's even there's even one point in that song where I I rhymed the word go with go. That's the Go go. go 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 girls! That's a band back in the day. I ran out of go rhymes and I was like, "I guess we could use the word go twice." But yeah, there's different ways of uh, of getting around it. But well, man, to the next time. Yep, it's it's the great truth. having you on. Vodka sucks. Vodka sucks. I learned. I learned that lesson. I love this shit, man. This <laughs> is great. <laughs> mm. That's. That's the best. That's the Lord right there that talking, yeah. talking. That's the Lord talking in your soul. One.
2: God, that's good. With whiskey. That might be sacrilegious, but I'm, you know. <laughs> hey,
0: if, 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 if well, there's a reason why the yeast uh, grapes have the you know yeast on their skins. It's obviously was meant to be. Yeah. Meant to be fermented. Hey.
2: Well,
0: that's Schneidt uh, Wayne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, Let's used go, to girl.
2: You used to be in the uh, intern for the CMAs, like carrying I, her I stuff to, around. I used so. to
0: I walked her around one time. It was a highlight of my career at that point. She's been <laughs> doing the midriff and I was a little headset microphone. led her back to her led Shania Twain back to her bus. And I thought, I'm you really living it. now. Yeah.
2: And now here you are, slumming yeah. with me.
0: Now, this is it's always fun to be in here. This place is usually crazy. I don't come in there at night because it's just it's a you know the, the girls here the waitresses that work here you get mauled wouldn't you well it's people are these are all road plates so people are dancing on these tables and the people up on shoulders and yeah and it's pretty wild um but this building used to, like we were talking about earlier used to be an old guitar guitar shop i used to come in here and buy guitar or not buy guitars mm-hmm. pull a guitar down off the shelf play for a little bit and put it back up on the shelf so it's always special to be, yeah. well thanks for coming right. on brother thanks dude looking forward this ain't lot we'll
2: see you again in uh a few weeks, whiskey is good. You just keep cheering. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in. And a big shout out to Dirk Spentley, big shout out to uh Stephanie and everyone there at Dirk Spentley's uh Whiskey Row for helping put this together. Thank you to uh Reed Sampley for uh for capturing the video. If you get a chance, you want to go check it out on video, go to my YouTube page or my YouTube channel to see what it looks like there. But that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Uh, Be safe out there. And remember, no licking handrails, no licking trash cans. And vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. Cheers, y'all.
1: You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Mictors, and by Heaven Hill Brands. For more information about Fred's books, articles, podcasts, and more, just go to fredminnick.com.
4: I am not a donor.